everyone, and welcome back to She's All That Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1999 examination of dance moves in high school, She's All That, one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And it's minute 78, which begins with dancing and ends with more dancing. No, it's, yep, uh, it, it. <laughs> it begins with DJ Usher saying, yeah, yeah, earthquakes. And it goes on through the group dance um, as it continues right after a very dot, 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 interesting dance maneuver that I'll, I will let James elaborate on when we get there. Yeah, yeah. I just... So, someone choreographed this, for sure. Mm-hmm. We're at minute 78, which uh, contains the line that I think that I reference more than anything else from this movie. Uh-huh. And that I'm sure we've referenced at least in the in the intro to the movie, if not a number of times since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, Usher says, right about now, which I think is very cool if you're going to play the Rockefeller skank, mm-hmm. I didn't pick up on that my entire life until I wrote it down for this show. <laughs> He said, right about now, we're going to we're gonna do that dance I taught you, and I know you've been practicing, which is... Sure bold. something. Just a bowl. <laughs> it, it's, it's like, I know you've been reading the text, so here's a pop quiz. Right. Or here's your test, I know you've been studying. Like, okay, well, hope springs eternal, I guess, DJ Usher. Yep. Here we go. But it's not quite like that because in that case, you would be, you know, in class and your right. teacher would be, you know, doing their job by giving you the test on the material they have taught you. Now, we don't know that DJ Usher isn't hired by the county to be a DJ. Now, listen to this. DJ slash PE instructor, but the PE instruction is dance That's fair. We do not know that. So I stand corrected and I, I take back my protest. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Solved it. My next note is somewhere amid all these dancers, probably, is a newsy dancer, Brian Friedman, mm-hmm. who is the common, uh, common. I think he's the one common credit between newsies and uh, She's All That. That's awesome. Yeah, and I don't know who he is or what he looks like other than his headshot, which I'm like, uh, there's no way you have that makeup on uh, in either movie, so I don't think so. Okay, but. fair. What kind of makeup is it? It's like intense eye makeup. Oh, okay. Like if you were in like an 80s music video sort of uh, Got it. sort of deal. Fair. I think he, I have a theory that he is in the uh, the Boys vs. Girls showdown, which is in like a minute or two. Okay. Um, but I couldn't pick him out and I didn't um, try. Okay. So then Usher says this baffling thing in a public school. Okay, everybody, split like the Red Sea. Mm-hmm. I was like, Bible ref, it's fine. It's fine. He can. I mean, that's fine. It's fine. I mean, and it is totally fine. It's a weird thing to do at a dance. It's a little weird, but also I feel like this may be a thing that some people take umbrage with. So don't at me. But it does seem like it is as much, if not more, so a pop culture reference. Than a Bible reference? Sure. So, sure. I mean, part like the Red Sea is for sure a, a thing that you can say. Yeah. Like, even heathen atheists like me get that reference. 
Great. So. so we can go through the next part pretty quickly then. Uh, hey, Aaron, want to learn about the parting of the Red Sea, sure. both in antiquity and in archaeology? Sure. Tell me about the parting of the Red Sea for a little bit. Great. This is the most of the episode. All right, here we go. So this is something that is is common across both in Islam and in the Torah, you know, the Old Testament for Christians, the Torah for for uh, Jews. Uh, it takes place in Exodus chapter 14, verse 15, through chapter 15, verse 26. And then in the Quran, it's chapter 26, verses 61 to 66. It's the most concise summary of this event I've ever seen. Okay. It's like, Pharaoh was chasing us. We parted the Red Sea. We escaped. All of Pharaoh's people died. Let's move on. I was like, okay. Awesome. That's really cool. So that was five lines versus like two chapters. Mm-hmm. All right. So so the story is, and I wrote this down because I was like, I don't want to just move on to what, you know, the, the so everyone knows what this is because I'm not going to assume everyone knows what it is because sometimes you don't and there might be listeners that don't either. That's so. true. That's true. I shouldn't say, I shouldn't make it sound like if I know, everyone knows. I will say that if you know, then that's one less person that I that I know that doesn't that does know like that's one more person that know that I know that does know um that one thing so think, that's a little bit yeah, off I my think most plate. people who know me would have been like I don't know it could go either way with her as to whether or not she has any idea what this means for people polled that would be a hundred percent of everyone I asked uh-huh. which was myself yeah uh-huh <laughs> so all right so after the plagues of Egypt the pharaoh agrees to let the Israelites go from Egypt where they've been uh slaved enslaved uh, so they travel from uh, Ramesses to Succoth, um, and then uh, Etham on the edge of the desert, led by a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night, which is pretty uh, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, God tells Moses to turn back, which must have been cool if you've been following. Wait, should we not have been following these pillars? Okay. <laughs> uh, and camp by the sea at Pi-Hahiroth, uh, between Migdal and the sea, Directly opposite Baal Zephon, which is basically, Baal is the name of a, a pagan god. Mm-hmm. Um, and Baal Zephon, I think, was basically like the Washington Monument of Baal. Fair. Um, I don't know that for sure, but I'm willing to just have said that uh, sentence on this podcast. Mm-hmm. So then the most uh, troubling sentence for me happens. God causes the Pharaoh to pursue the Israelites with chariots, and the Pharaoh overtakes them at pi Hai. When the Israelites see the Egyptian army, they are afraid, but the pillar of fire and the cloud separates the Israelites and the Egyptians. At God's command, Moses puts his staff out over the water, and then overnight, the sea divides and the Israelites walk through on dry land with a wall of water on each side. The Egyptians are like, cool, we'll pursue them. And then their chariot wheels get stuck and they, uh, then the water returns and they all die. So cool thing that God caused to happen. Yep. Um, Wikipedia love love when God's like, and now I'm gonna kill some people. Although he'd just done the the plague, so I guess he was sort of in a mood. <laughs> um. <laughs> so then I skip down a little bit, uh, and it says no archaeological, scholarly, verified evidence has been found that confirms the crossing of the Red Sea ever took place. Which is one of my favorite sentences I've ever read because someone wrote that and was like, "All right, let's take, let's get this out of the way." Mm-hmm. Um, however, Zahi Hawass, uh, an Egyptian archaeologist and formerly Egypt's Minister of State for Antiquities Affairs, 
reflected scholarly consensus when he said of the Exodus story, which is the biblical account, blah, 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 the thing I just said. Mm-hmm. He said, really, it's a myth. Sometimes, as archaeologists, we have to say that say that never happened because there is no historical evidence. Which I'm like, I mean, that's a pretty good, like, it's part of my religion, but not part of my job. So, like, I can't, I'm not going to be like, never happened, fake news. But I'm going to be like, listen, as a dentist, I can't be like, eat some chocolate, even though I love chocolate so much. Right. Sort of deal. You know, the religion chocolate. Um, so, given the lack of evidence for the biblical account, some researchers have searched for explanations as to what may have inspired the biblical author's narrative, or to provide evidence for a natural explanation that is so rare that the timing could be considered miraculous. One explanation is that the Israelites and Egyptians experienced a mirage, a commonly occurring natural, natural phenomenon in deserts, and mirages themselves may have been considered supernatural. Each group may have believed the other to have been submerged in water, resulting in the Egyptians assuming the Israelites drowned and thus called off the pursuit, which I think is the most Three's Company, like, farce ending to this. It's like Clue. Like, here's the farce ending. Like, yeah, well... So they're saying that, that everyone, bo- died. everyone hallucinated <laughs> that the other guys were drowning. Right. Yep. So that's one option. Mirage. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's maybe not, for me, the most likely. Okay. So, uh, or it could have happened this way. Uh-oh. Um Some have claimed that the parting of the Red Sea and the plagues of Egypt were natural events caused by a single natural disaster, a huge volcanic eruption on the Greek island of Santorini in the 16th century BC. It doesn't expound upon that, but like the the plagues are like locusts and frogs and darkened sky and rain of blood and uh, the death of the firstborn child is, I don't know how you blame that on a volcano, but... Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's send all our firstborn children on a field trip to Santorini. Yes, this is a good idea. Oh, no. Oh, we've made a terrible mistake. Oh, this was a mer- horrible mistake. All right, so then this is the one that most compels, uh, that is most compelling to me, mostly because it's the most hand-wavy scientific uh, of all, um, which I'm really excited about. Carl Drews a researcher at the National Center for Atmospheric Research in the United States has suggested that the biblical Red Sea crossing, quote, reflects a real historical occurrence, end quote, namely a natural phenomenon known as a wind set down that has been observed to affect bodies of water. It's basically the wind pushes the waves up and they sort of hang there for a little bit. Okay. Um, I think it has to be like a tornado. Now, okay, but if we have a column of fire in a column of dust you know if those are tornadoes and they're pushing the thing aside then Mm -hmm. i mean hand wavy scientific sure he says he conjectures that such a phenomenon could have created a land path through the eastern nile delta not the red sea but he's like okay but i mean anywhere in the area probably counts (laughs) his 2010 paper on the subject co-authored with uh wei ching han and published in the journal PLOS 1, I don't know what that stands for, I didn't look it up, treats the biblical account of the Red Sea crossing as, quote, an interesting and ancient story of uncertain origin, end quote. And then I cut off the last sentence of that paragraph where some dude was like, the opposite of that guy from from uh, before, where he was like, as archaeologists we have to say this. Mm-hmm. He's like, we need to believe it's true. And he didn't say this, but in parentheses in my head, I heard, 
because Bible. Mm-hmm. So. Yep, that tracks. So, uh, I didn't write that down, and I probably will cut that because it was infuriating to me that it was included in, like, even these people that are like, I don't know, meteorologi- meteorologically miracle water thing. I don't know. I like that way better than, I don't know, but it happened. Hate it. Yeah. Hate that so much. Yep. Like, I'm actually fine with that if you're in church or you're just having a conversation or whatever, but I think this guy was, like, head of the whatever, like... So, I don't know. I don't. Anyways, it made me mad, and so I didn't write him, and he is erased from history. Oh, okay. Well, um, <laughs> yeah. People will say, "Did he exist?" And I'll say, "Yeah, he had to have," because I said so. Um, then my last note is that slap the face move right at the end of the minute. Yeah. So they're dancing, they're parting like the Red Sea, etc. And then there's a part where. Is it the men pretending to slap the girls? I believe the women? so, yes. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense in this context and not in anywhere else. I, like, I've, I've seen the slap the face move before mm-hmm. in maybe like a tango yeah. or whatever. There I think it is the woman slapping the man, though, and it's not uh, a giant crowd of people doing it all at once. Right. It was weird. Yeah, not my favorite. I mean, I guess group dances are always weird, but this part was particular, and especially because at the end of the minute, it was like a weird sort of question mark at the end of this minute, which was, yeah. Yep. And uh, I don't really have anything more to say about it except for, I don't know, don't choreograph that. Think of something else. Do flips. Yeah. Make everyone do flips. Yeah, everybody should do flips. <laughs> Quick, do flips. Yeah, my only note for this minute was literally just a dance sequence Zach tries to get Lainey's attention. Yeah. There is a... I don't know, I don't know when that starts, but there is a thing where there's like a... Like a lot... What is that called? It's like a promenade. Actually, I think that is what it's called because it's like a prom, but it's like where everyone stands on either side. Yeah, and like and p- It's kind of like soul, like soul Train. Yeah. Like, yeah. So there's that, but Lainey is going on one side and Zach is going down the other. And he's like, hey. Hey, Lainey. Hey, hey over here. Me. I'm over here. And she's like, la, la, la. Can't hear over the music. Can't, I can't see you over the music, Zach. <laughs> Thinking about falafels. Do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. Anyways, social media. Yep, let's do some social media. <laughs> we, as right. a podcast franchise, are on Twitter at JE underscore Minute Movies. I can be found at Unabashedly Aaron. I can be found at Unabashed James. We are proud members of the Scavengers Network on Twitter at ScavengersNet, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Network. I believe at the time of this recording, Colin has rebooted a Nuzlocke run, and I've been getting mm-hmm. lots of email notifications that Scavengers Network is live on Twitch, so there is stuff happening over there, and you should go check it out. Yep, absolutely. That is it for us for tonight, but I do have a question for you, though, James. Yeah, yeah. Did you notice, I don't know if it was a mirage or not, but when they mm-hmm. parted like the Red Sea, I'm sitting there looking at the screen yeah. and I'm like, there's, I swear there's somebody standing like in the middle of the parted sea. And I'm just sitting there like, is that Paul Walker?
you know, like a tall drink of water, but like biblical. Uh-huh. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.